Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I am here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello! We do this every week. You would think it's a habit. I know, right? How's that for a teaser? It is a habit. We're, ta- we're, we're regrouping on habits today. Mm-hmm. How are you? You feeling good? Mm-hmm. It's, it's August 30th. As we record, yes. As we record, well, yeah. no. No, it's not. It's August 30th live. as this airs. It's- as we record, it's not even that. No, and you know what August 30th is? You probably don't. No, no it's my I, I son's don't. Birthday. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, son! Yeah, yeah. So it's a great day. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a great day. Yes, mm-hmm. it is a great day. We we're talking about habits today. We're we're jumping back into habits. We've talked about habits before, but this is a this is we've got an interesting angle and some great follow up uh, on building habits, using habits, maintaining habits uh, that we are going to talk about today. Before we do that, head over to takecontroladhd.com and get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show on the website, subscribe to the mailing list, pretty pretty please, and uh, uh, you'll get an email uh, each time a new episode goes live. In addition to all sorts of great stuff from Nikki, you can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. Or call us at 503-664-4ADD. We would love to hear from you. And, you know, you're flipping through magazines. You see the most perfectly organized house, room, office, but you don't know how to get there. You've been struggling with that. That's why you need to go and check out Organizing Your Space Your Way, Nikki's step-by-step ADHD organizing system to take back control of your space. It's available right on the website, takecontroladhd.com. What do you think? I'm just going to say, I'm just going to tell you, when you take the course, you're you're not necessarily going to end up with the magazine picture. No, That's because not what we're aiming why? for. Because why? <laughs> Organizing magazines are not written for people with ADHD. This well, course... Well, I don't even know if they're really written for anyone. They're no, well, staged. They're, you know what? They're, they're written for the people who write them. That's right. Right. This yeah, is it right. is an, a massive ego shot. And I know how good it feels as a photographer. I know how good it feels to take a picture of beautiful architecture and well-appointed spaces. Yes. It feels so good just to capture and that space. And it looks pretty. It because looks pretty. it's gorgeous. But yeah. you know what? It's not real. It's not, not real, real for anybody. And that's what this course is all about. It's figuring out how to make your life better uh, and and live an organized life uh, with and, and shake shake the the veil that you've that you need to live like a magazine right that's it 
Got it. All right. All right. Let's get started. Where do, where do you want to start today talking about habits? Well, we had a uh, email actually from Ellen, who is a listener, and I'm going to have you introduce the email because you are so good at that because doesn't he sound like Casey Kasem? Oh. Speaks, right? <laughs> the organizing podcast. That's right. So, but this is what kind of generated the idea is I got, I got the email from Ellen, which I'm going to have you read. And then I also <laughs> received... Um, another email shortly after and i'll talk about that after you talk about ellen's so. okay well ellen is delightful mostly because she's an australian university student living in germany and she studies languages and translation just knowing that she's australian makes me want to drift into my really terrible australian accent i'm gonna try not to do that <laughs> As I read this, uh, it, it, this is uh, she did write uh, quite a substantial email. So thanks first, Ellen, for doing that. I'm just going to read a little piece of it here on uh, an app that she recommends. Uh, I was recently introduced by a friend to an app which I think would be very beneficial to your podcast listeners and to anyone with ADD, ADHD. The app is called Habitica. It is free to join. You basically create an avatar and then use your habits, dailies, and to-dos to level up. In a nutshell, you role-play your daily habits. I found it to be phenomenally beneficial as it helps combat against the ADHD reward deficiency syndrome. <laughs> as a reward for completing tasks, you gain gold, mana, experience, and special items such as eggs, hatching potions, and food. The last two can be used to hatch pets, which can then be upgraded to mounts. If you don't do your daily task, you lose health, but you can replenish it by buying health potion and or by leveling up. The wonderful part of the app is, is, that, is the fact that you and your friends can use it as a team. Only once you are in a team or party are you able to go on quests, which allow you to earn more cool items. If you choose to subscribe, you can also buy or gain gems, which can be used to undertake quests such as the Birds of Prey Crastination and the Swamp of the Clutter Frog. Oh, the app funny. is really clever. It gives the user an amazing amount of motivation. It's very difficult yes. to tire of it. And, and that, I think, is fantastic. She, uh, this is, it's interesting. And I, I am used to playing games like this as a child. You know, I was a big like Bard's Tale guy, you know, so I'm used to these sort of quest based, uh, strategies, strategy games. And so I, I really connect with the imagery, uh, with the, the whole motivation. The only difference is I'm used to being able to die. And I don't think you can die in, uh, Habitica. I think I <laughs> maybe you get really sick, <laughs> but if you get more and more productive, uh, you, you can regain your health. It's interesting though too because I think it 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 borrows from uh, a bit from the uh, the concepts behind uh, Trello that we've uh, talked about before um and and so it's it it has multiple lists on a board and as you complete tasks you level up it's a really fascinating concept and as she says you don't you you get that little reward um that uh, that's so much more fruitful in a system like this than it is in, let's say, Pokemon Go, you know, where right. it's just collecting for collecting sake. Here you're actually doing you things actually that you need to do. Yeah, could, right. You can you fall actually, off a cliff. You actually can get hurt with Pokemon Go. I, this, yeah. should be, this should be one of the testimonials on Habitica. You, you <laughs> won't fall off a cliff using our service. That's, oh, that. so. that's sad. Uh, yes. Well, and it's interesting because uh, I probably have a handful, at least, of, of clients who've used 
used this before and um, swear by it as well. So I really think this is a great app for people to check out. And I had not heard because she actually goes on into the email and talks about coach.me. Right. And she uses this alongside Habica um, because Habica, it does, I guess, track the streaks, um, but it doesn't really show data accumulated after a day. So um, she is using coach.me and I'm not very familiar with that one. Are you, do you, do you know about that? Yeah, it's a pretty robust uh, service because they have not just the free habit tracking app, right? Where you can, you can build new habits using their app on your mobile device or your, your watch. Uh, They also have uh, paid coaching, right? Like where you can get service from, you know, for 15 bucks a week, you can message coaches directly or get direct one-on-one with a leadership coach. Okay. So, okay. so it is a, a really, it's like an ecosystem. Uh, it sounds like Ellen is just using the Habit Tracker app, uh, which you can get for uh, the App Store, uh, Apple's iOS App Store, or on Google Play. And uh, so it works very similarly. You, you choose from a selection of habits that you would like to build and uh, then enter in the, the questions that will help you, you know, face your daily challenges to build that habit. It's a it's a good app. I I don't use it uh, regularly. I have, uh, you know, obviously I use a different system, but it is a good app and it's worth checking out. Well, and I like that she used, or that she added a daily task in Habica to remind her to use coach.me. Yes, right. Which I course. think is great because I do think that t- at times, you know, you don't necessarily think that you need a reminder for your reminder, but you you do. I mean, yeah. you know, so that I thought that was really great. I, I also think it's interesting, just a, a little add-on on this idea of the reward deficiency syndrome. Uh, Habitica is not the only app to help you do this that is that has incorporated a, a kind of reward system. Uh, there, if if anybody hasn't explored Todoist, I, I don't know if I've talked about Todoist. I just started it. Oh, that did is, you really? Yes, that is so funny. You know, it, it's been around forever, and it's available on probably the most platforms of any of the the task tracking tools. But they have this um, um, this uh, pro- karma. You know, your all your work yes. is tracked in karma, and you get points every time it updates. Uh, as I you have use good Todoist. karma right I now. I am sure you do. I totally <laughs> believe it. I I actually really like. Todoist for a number of reasons. If you're a tinker, then Todoist is really for you because they're they have a very rich API and you can you can add tasks via if this then that or you know all What's these. What's a tinker? Con- I don't know if, if you're I'm a, a tinker. If you're a, What's a no, tinker? No, no, a tinkerer. If you're a a, if you like to tinker, if you tinker? like to tinker, yeah, like tinker into the app. Yeah, like no, if you'd like to like play with settings and systems and tie apps oh. together, you're a tinkerer. Yeah, I'm not that. No, but no, I, I still like the app. No, and and, <laughs> and I do too. I'll tell you, I, the app I can't use it for one very important reason. Uh, there are no start dates, and it destroys me that you can't add a start date because I think ultimately Todoist is the perfect app for for a guy like me. It's it is web-based, it is app-based, it's desktop-based, but without having having start dates, I have too many tasks that I'm trying to track and I cannot look at all of them at once. I just can't do it. I can't look at everything that is due on a given day when I am so meticulously working on just what is right in front of me. But the karma is a really interesting thing and it makes me it, it gives me hope that with Habitica and things like Todoist using this methodology that other to-do systems will will begin to incorporate it because I think a reward system is is great. Yes. I, in fact, I was just looking at my email. You are a novice is what it's telling me. That's my car- karma trend. So my karma <laughs> is at 2325. Excellent. Which, 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because you, you're right. It doesn't have the, the start date. It has all the due dates and you can kind of play around with that a little bit, but it has the today, like what's what I have to do today. And then it has like the next seven days and I'm doing the free one. I'm not upgrading yeah. at this point because I just kind of wanted to check it out and see if I liked it or not. But one of the things that I really like about it is that it does the reoccurring. So there's, there's certain things that I do every Monday. There's certain things I do every Friday. And so I was able to to kind of schedule that in there. And so I, I don't have to think about it because it's always on the list. And yeah. so, and those are the things I tend to try to check off first because I don't want to keep looking at them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause it's right. like, okay, I just got to get it done so yeah. that I can get it off. Well, but. although to be fair, like there, there aren't any, I, I can't think of a to-do system that doesn't allow you to do recurring tasks right now. Well, that's true. So, yeah. Uh, Maybe that is it's just because unique. I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the win for me is that, that is I actually, win. yeah, I figured it out. Well, <laughs> and, and it does have, if you, you know, it's 30 bucks a year, it's twenty eight ninety nine a year for, um, uh, for premium service. And you get, uh, you get really rich reminders. You can get reminders by text message or email or through their mobile app, the push notifications, you get detailed task notes. You can attach files like photos and PDFs or spreadsheets or Word docs to your tasks. Uh, you can record voice messages in your tasks in Todoist. It really is. I mean, it's a it, it's a really rich system. Also, custom filters, so you can set up all kinds of rich filtering. Um, you know, around when your tasks come due by project or label. Uh, so it's great. It's it's great. But without start dates, it's a non-starter for me. Just it yeah. breaks my heart. Like I really am. I feel it, really. I'm hurt. I want it so badly. Well, if they change it and they upgrade or you know they add that, I will let you know. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Yeah. So after this email, I received another one from a client who shared an article with me on how to use the bullet journal. Remember the bullet journal that we talked about? Do I ever? Yes. And this was how to use it for mental and physical health. And it has all kinds of examples on how to do this. Um, I will forewarn everybody. I did not write this. um, And there are some words in the examples that aren't exactly child friendly. So if you're looking at it on your computer, make sure your kid's not like right behind you because they might be like, Hey, what are you looking at? That's an interesting list. Well, so. and it's funny because it's like, it's not even, it's, it is like once or twice they use the F word in the text, but really it's yes. this picture, this giant picture of, of the F word Yes, I was like, like, with yeah. little flames next to it. They it don't was hide a little it. shock. I was like, shock value. Wow, good. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Got that. I got that point. <laughs> but but how many times haven't you felt that way? You know, like oh, it's totally. a great use of the word and the it, image. It I is. love it. It's good fun. Yeah. So we'll put the article in the show notes because um, one of the things that I really like about this article, um, and I know that this was one of the things that we weren't really loving about the bullet journal when we talked about it before, is it really does simplify things. It doesn't necessarily use all the symbols and all that stuff. It really really, I think, uses it in a very simple manner. And uh, and I can see this working for people. I mean, because it's, it's, you know, pretty easy. So check that out. Yeah, I, I still think I, I it is more simple, but I still think the idea of writing your own template for a calendar every single week is like it takes a very special um, kind of need, right? Yeah. Like a need for that artistic bent. Uh, and, and so I still think the bullet journal is, it, it's tough for me to get behind just because of the maintenance as simple as this is. Uh, there is one model on here that I think is, is really solid. Um, uh, and it's, it, they simplify it like 
really heavily around like post therapy notes, you know, just four quadrants. It's easy to draw two lines yes. and make four quadrants. Like that's as simple as as it needs to be unless you're, you know, once you start doing drawing your system on every page. Wow. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, you'd have to kind of simplify it and make it very simple and not, not get into the drawings or little, I mean, it's, it's just got to be lines and boxes. I, you know what I love though? The very last uh, bit of r- sort of reminder that they have on this post. If you're so concerned with washi tape and calligraphy and you screw up behaviorally, it, it's going to be tempting to be like, maybe I won't put that in there because I don't want to taint this journal that's supposed to be some beautiful thing with my with all my negative behavior or sad thoughts. I don't want to put that in there. But once you get in the habit of not being real with your journal, it defeats the purpose completely. So, and, and I think that's really true of the bullet journal in particular, because it's so, uh, you are so invested in, uh, or the intention of it is that you invest in, in sharing not just what you have to do, but how you're feeling and behaving as you do it. Uh, you have to be able to reflect, reflect honestly. And that's where the bullet journal, if you get good at it, really shines. Absolutely. Good point. Okay, so this all got me thinking about habits, right? I mean, because when the universe speaks, I listen. And so, you know, when you have two people within like a 24-hour period of time talking about habits, I was like, okay, Pete, we got to talk about yeah, habits. Yeah, it's time to, time to look. <laughs> yeah. Now, we've been talking about tracking habits, right? All of these ideas or, or you know, things for you to look at. But I also want to talk about maybe what you don't know about building habits with ADHD. And that's, I've got three things I want to talk about today around that, about just building them. So not about necessarily tracking them, but but building them. And recently I actually wrote a blog post and it's called What's Stopping Your New Routine from Becoming a Habit? And I posted this right after we did the show on morning routines Mm -hmm. because that's a lot about habits again, right? Right. And so one of the things that I talked about in the blog was this conversation that you have in your head before you even start a new routine. And and, and what that conversation is can be really a huge factor in your success. So it's these limiting beliefs or these beliefs of what we think about this routine. So a lot of times I'll catch people say, well, I want to, I want to have a morning routine or I want to exercise, but then like the next sentence will be, but I've tried this before. It never worked. I'm not really sure if I can do it. I don't know if I can learn this, you know, and they start kind of beating themselves up from whatever past behavior that they had. Mm -hmm. And so this is what we're going into with this new, you know, with this new habit and that, that can be damaging. So what I want people to to think about and what they need to know about these new habits is really challenge what your conversation is. So if you notice that you're kind of going down this negative path, really think about how to spin it so that it's more positive. What if you, what if this time it did work? What if you weren't so hard on yourself? What if it wasn't perfect, but that was okay. Right. Um, and really start kind of with positive affirmations. Like today I'm going to exercise and it's going to be great and only focus on today. Don't focus on, you know, what is going to happen in the next week, but just really think about what you're doing right now. Yeah. Because how often do we sit in, uh, in yesterday when we're trying to figure out tomorrow? Exactly. Way too often. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we want to just focus right now and and what we have control over. Um, the other thing that I think people need to know about habits is that I think that people give up too quickly. 
And uh, again, it kind of goes back to this ugly belief that we think that everything has to be perfect. So if we are inconsistent in any way, we blame ourselves, we blame the system, we go back to these limiting beliefs that we can't do it. And then as time passes and we decide to try something new, you know, we fall back into the same cycle. And I'm sure there are people right now listening to this thinking, uh-huh, yep, yep. <laughs> that's me. Because I hear that all the time too. And I know we've talked about this is that, you know, we just, and it's not that we're not giving it our full effort. I just think it's that perfection. It's like, well, I didn't do it five days in a row. So why do it at all? Yeah, right. But if you can do two days in a row, that's great. That's more than you did last week. You know what mine is? <laughs> mine is when when something, I, it's a cascading failure, right? Like, it, you know, we've talked about the chronic pain that I was dealing with my foot. Like, as I deal with that every day, that if that gets in the way, it gets in the way of everything. It gets in the way of how I think about food. It gets in the way of how I think about movement. It gets in the way of how I think about work. It every All, all the other systems and habits that I've counted on to keep me moving forward fail because of one stupid thing. Yeah. Uh, and and that's a that's a real problem. Yes. So I think that there with that it, it is you have to build flexibility, right? So if your foot hurts one day, then okay, that's give yourself a break, give yourself a rest, and then maybe tomorrow you're only you know doing five minutes or ten minutes of your routine or whatever. I mean, but get, put some flexibility in whatever um, routine or habit you're trying to build, so that you don't feel like it's this downward spiral where it's just going to fail completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think it's about not being tied to the end result, and 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 as we've said before, taking that judgment out. Yeah, know? absolutely. Um, you are doing something to better your life and you're working on it. It's a work in progress. It doesn't have to be perfect every single time and just take the judgment out and just keep going. Just, you know, again, I'm going to go back to just focus on what you can do right now. Absolutely. Okay. So then the other piece, this, this third piece. So just to kind of review where we are, the first piece is the, the limiting beliefs and the conversation that you have in your head. Second is to not give up so quickly. And then the third is having this, having support around you. I think it's really important, especially if you live with ADHD is to have a really great support system around you when you're trying something new. It's almost essential because I think that when you try to do it by yourself, it, it, it's lonely, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? You don't have anybody to talk to about it. You don't yeah. have anybody to say the F word with the flame. <laughs> just <laughs> you know? doing your drawings. <laughs> You're just doing your drawings. So, I mean, I think having that support just is is better. I mean, we are certainly not meant to to walk this earth alone and, and um, you know, I just think that this is good. So I highly recommend having an accountability partner, talking to your spouse, your um, friend, neighbor, you know, anybody that you can talk to about this. And, uh, you know, definitely hire an ADHD coach. Uh, if you're trying to work out, hire a personal trainer. I and mean, we know how vital that can be mm -hmm. to our success with exercise. A nutritionist, if you're looking um, for changing your, your diet. And then it doesn't have to be long-term. It could just be to get you started. And that's really, I think the key is that habits take time. And I don't believe, I've never believed that it only takes 21 days, um, especially if it's a habit that you're not exactly loving, like exercise. I really do think it takes longer. And so, but just getting started and getting into, um, not a routine, but like a momentum, you know, mm -hmm. can be really helpful if you need to hire a professional. Again, use those reminders to remind you about your habit. 
again, just kind of going back up to what that gal was saying in the email, love the fact that she puts that in Habakkuk to remind her to check coach me because we're not intentionally trying to forget. It's just that you get distracted. Things happen and you don't necessarily remember. So um, those things are really important. And I think just remembering too, that it doesn't necessarily mean that all of these things have to be here forever for you. You don't always have to have a sticky note in your mirror to tell you to do something. Um, But at the beginning, it really, really is important. Live on those systems and ask for help. That's the big one. Yeah. And I would love to hear from listeners, you know, what you've learned about building habits, what worked for you, what didn't, because this is a big deal. Habits is not just a one show. I mean, obviously we've already been talking about it a lot, but I, I, you know, this is the key. I mean, I really think that this is a key to living well with ADHD is managing these structures and somehow they have to become habits. So I would love to hear from other people. Share your stories. You can do yeah. that. Just uh, find us on Facebook or Twitter, or you can just go to our contact page right on the website, takecontroladhd.com, if you want to just send us a message there. We'd love to hear from you. Excellent. I think that's uh, I think that's it. I think we're good. Yes. We good? Good. Let's close it up, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, your time and attention downloading this episode. We hope you have a fantastic week. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. <laughs>